Oh, hey, I didn't see you come in there. I'm Stephen. And I'm the Wretched Beast, and this is a Check Please podcast. And what do we do, Stephen, on the show? What is it that we do? Uh, specifically on the show? Yeah. Okay, we do a lot of things in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically on the show, mm. we broadcast our voice and our, and our opinions out to the inhabitants of our cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's <laughs> just a weekly dose of messaging for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for any new listeners out there who maybe aren't inhabitants <laughs> of the cave, uh, we have a cave that is sort of... We've we got a cave going on. Steven fell into a cave at some point and um, discovered a sort of primeval, primordial life down there mm-hmm. and um we've got it listening to the podcast and that's who the main that's mainly what we're appealing to with the show but if you're not part of that group <laughs> they're our primary audience we also funnel some have funneled some of the existing listeners into the cave ecosystem hmm. uh and we're we're accepting more so if you're a listener if you're out there in the harsh wastelands of the planet i'm gonna turn down my volume a bit because i'm clipping um but you'd like to just turn in your social security number all your Mm. banking information just Mm. start fresh in the cave start fresh in the cave and it's not i'm not saying it's necessarily fresh i won't i won't describe the cave (laughs) as being fresh exactly especially at this point but it is a sort of a fresh start i think for many people um it's a continuation in a way for the for the life that was there but i think the introduction of the podcast it's like for you as a person who's outside the cave being inside the cave will be the new thing because you're already listening to the podcast but for the people that are already in the cave it's like the opposite thing you know like they they know the cave and now they're getting to know the podcast and i think that when those two groups mix It'll be like a fun, you know, oh, you know about the cave, you know about the podcast, what do you think about, you know, this and this and this. But I wouldn't really talk to them too much. I don't, I don't want to encourage... I, 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 I'd encourage it a bit. Mm. I know we ask a lot of our listeners. I'm really hoping that our listeners can get in there mm. and teach the inhabitants of the cave the spoken language of English. Because right now, I feel like the cave inhabitants are missing out a lot on what makes the podcast the podcast. Yeah, what makes the podcast so great? Because, I mean... Is he, the yeah. meaning of the words. <laughs> they, I think they seem to respond to the sounds from what I've heard. I mean, I'm, I'm nowhere near the, the cave. Stephen's the one who's like in charge of the cave and is more kind of that end of things. But... Right, but I, I take your input. Mm. I value your ideas. <laughs> Yeah, and you've been kind of like you know setting up the speakers and stuff, and and uh, and broadcasting the podcast when we do it, uh, and playing them the old episodes. And stuff I do like play that. them the old episodes. It's kind of a constant thing. Mm. I I I'm trying. They're not on a on what we would consider to be a normal sleep cycle because in the cave there's no day and night. Mm. So I'm just guessing at what points they're asleep. And when when it seems like it would be a time like when I'm tired, when I get tired, I turn the volume down a little bit. Oh, that's um, nice. But then first thing I do when I wake up is I, I blast it because, you know, I don't want them to oversleep. Because we, we do have important, uh, important uh, work for the cave inhabitants to do. Ooh, what kind of work have you got them doing? 
Well, last last week we installed a bunch of um, shagment, mm-hmm. the uh, the cement shag carpeting, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's really bolstered the existing bat population. And I'm, um, I'm trying uh, to get uh, them Excuse back. me, sorry, I just want to say, uh, shagadelic baby, um, uh, order your free box of shagment right now. Check please pod. Um, offer code. Check please pod. Uh, check out. Just yeah, sorry, continue. Oh, did. Did it come through? Did you manage to get the trademark on Shagadelic Baby? It, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a little bit of legal well, trouble. I had to. It sounds a lot like Shagadelic, <sighs> but it's spelled however Shagment is spelled. <laughs> well, it's it's spelled very differently, and that's why I managed to like when I was when I was. We had to, uh, pr- I feel like we had it. to promise that it would be mostly a written thing, yeah, like on posters, and that we wouldn't try to leverage that trademark in the spoken word as well. By that. Yeah, I've been I've been typing out like a lot, so I think that like that balances out. I mean, in in right. re- relative forms, I've typed it more than I've said it. So well, I have to say, it's really cementing the brand, segmenting the brand. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. All right, so the local bat population is going up; it's through the roof, well, which is a problem mm. because the bats escaping through the roof of the cave might might give a hint to the inhabitants that there's a way out and perhaps an outside world, which even if they were aware, I I don't want them to have any reminders. The listeners we put in the cave? Absolutely. They should hear nothing of the outside world aside from this podcast. Yeah. I mean, have we got any progress on that um, memory erasing thing or are we just going with the thing where we hit people with the hammer as they come in and then dump them down uh, into the cave so um i've been playing i've i've put up some TV sorry screens. sorry i know, I know this, is, this is a bit of talking shop but um yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry speaking of talking shop uh i put up uh, some tv screens around the cave mm. playing those those popular uh, youtube channels about primitive technology because oh. i'm hoping to just like fast track the cave inhabitants up to like uh let's say early industrial era because because uh, then we could get them just being really productive down there um so uh but uh yeah uh, in one of those videos i showed them how to build a water-powered hammer Ooh. uh that just automatically strikes a block um and i've been trying to convince the listeners to line up and just put their head under there for a bit and i'm hoping maybe that'll deal with the memories yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll definitely do something. And I think it's like a, a mix of that. It'll disorientate them, I think, enough to when we right. push them down they'll, into they'll the cave. Definitely, they'll definitely hide the fact that their memories are still there. And they'll be on their toes not to slip up and mention anything of their past lives. Or else it's back under the hammer. Yeah, um... And then that's really, I guess, uh, so I, I suppose this is doubles as a forewarning for anyone who, um, I mean, you should think about coming to the cave because there's a lot of great benefits um, to being in the um, cave. For example, the you know, the water hammer technology that we have, um, we've got... Um, like I've said, those, those primitive technology YouTube channels are blowing up, so I, I really think we could bring in some people from those... Oh. They would be into this this lifestyle where they're free to 
construct their rudimentary fire starters, um, their fancy huts. I mean, a hut's not going to do you much good in the cave. Mm. There's little in the way of plant life to for construction materials, but and also, we don't put that in the brochure. Yeah, it also, like, I think that if we're encouraging... I feel like if you have a hut, that's kind of an individual attitude, and I think that we should be... Um, there should be no individuals in the cave. There should be no community in the cave other than the Check Please podcast community. And I think even right. if we have like a village, say, that's sort of an identity that is outside of the Check Please podcast. And I don't really want anyone in the cave to be a part of that. Hmm. I just, yeah, I, for me, I think that they should be listeners first, and that's it. That's literally all that they are. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, yes, they're going to be working as stuff, but, um, is there a way that we can incorporate working into the checklist? Well, yes, there is, I guess. Oh. Um, kind of having a check, please branded lifestyle. Oh, yeah. For the podcast. Well, we have plenty of products to offer them. Yeah. To supplement um, the cave. Yeah. But I think, and as of well course, as... as as always, we're accepting bat pelts and bat wings as a form of payment. Mm. Um, and I'm just really hoping that the fur trade comes back, so the the bat pelts have been stockpiling are worth something. Yeah, have you got those in a freezer or anything? Or? I should mention I've been bringing in a lot of venture capital money. Ooh, how how do you get that? This is a big thing. Money? Uh. Mostly talked about it being kind of a blockchain, kind of a kind of a machine learning setup we have going on, and I figured oh, yeah. that's not a lie, because the primitive technology. Well, they're learning machines, right? Simple machines like the inclined plane, but machine learning is going on in an abstract sense. And, and the blockchain um, is, uh, I, I have a pair of nunchuck that I use to terrorize the cave dwellers. Um, and it's a lot more energy efficient than real ones, right? Because that was a thing recently in the news. So, <laughs> <sighs> uh, yes, and the, the cave is... Um, it, it's seeing explosive growth quarter over quarter, mostly because we're just pumping so many listeners into the ecosystem. And because you're using TNT to expand the tunnels. Well, expanding the tunnels is important if we if we want to see the cave really grow. Hmm. I'd like to see the cave reach new audiences by next quarter. I'm hoping we can find perhaps an, uh, an uh, adjoining cave system. Perhaps with its own primitive inhabitants. Do you think that there are many in like primitive inhabitants around where the cave is? Because I thought we kind of struck gold. Um... Well, it's possible, but I've only found one cave. And the one cave that I did find had its own set of primitive inhabitants. So I don't see why, uh, why I can't extend that to thinking that any caves in the area should. That's true. That's a good point. It's a hundred percent success rate so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Our numbers are looking very good. Yeah, and that's they can only kind of maintain, I guess, um, from here. Uh, but yeah, to go back to the point that I want to make, 
because you mentioned that yeah so of course we have the check please branded products and stuff but i feel like here's the thing is that when you use like a a, a, a washing machine for example um and, and you you know you're putting in the washing machine and stuff and that's kind of where your experience with the washing machine ends like you know, you put the washing into it, you take the washing out of it, and that's kind of all it is. Or like, say, mm-hmm. um, you're uh, uh, using a telephone, uh, you know, Apple, right? Apple iPhones. Even they, sure. they have, you know, um, the iPhone, the Mac, you know, you can have this lifestyle where you're using Apple products, but the rest of your life, you're kind of um you might think about the products and your relationship with those products but you've still got a life outside of that which is worrying to me like you've got work obligations and stuff you've got (laughs) you've got interactions with your friends things like that and you've got a kind of a you've got mental patterns up there that aren't directly related to the brand um right and you know we're we're out here on the forefront front. We see what's coming up in the technosphere. And the next big thing, everyone's everyone's thinking it even if no one's saying it, but the next big thing is smart homes. Transform your entire living arrangement into a branded piece of uh of technology owned and operated by your favorite company. Is it Tesla? Is it Amazon? Is no, it it, Apple, it's, Google. It's it's none of them. It's our cave. <laughs> it's our cave. It's the Check Please podcast branded cave. It's the first working model for an entirely uh, corporate owned smart home, mm. and it's and it's eco friendly. It's mm. green. It incorporates machine learning and blockchain technologies. <laughs> And it's it's uh, it's it's seeing very large numbers in its first quarter. Yeah, um, we we Stephen has a printout of the number four, and he goes down and shows <laughs> to the cave inhabitants sometimes. To it, it's part of the ongoing learning uh, segment of uh, of the program that I'm playing over the loudspeakers. I'd like to teach them at least enough about numbers that they could uh, start doing the company taxes for me. Mm. It's it's a long it's a long ways off. I'd also like them to at least understand the number of five and the concept of stars. But the second part is causing me some trouble because these cave dwellers have never seen the outside world. They've never seen the night sky. They're unfamiliar even with the concept of stars. I've tried bringing some of them up to the entrance of the cave blindfolded so they don't remember the way out uh, and showing them the night sky and saying these take five of these and give them to our podcast and then I release them back into the cave but they're scarred for life it would seem they have some strange aversion to the night sky it's like that classic story with um, with the people on that other planet that I have entirely forgotten. I think it's a Ray Bradbury story. But anyway, um, so the other thing as well, though, as well as the smart home situation, uh, is that... Here's the thing. Oh, if, if someone was just in that cave... And yes, they had the Check Please podcast and stuff. And yes, they had all all this stuff being pumped to them. But I worry, I worry, Stephen, that someone in the cave 
will like if you just take the average person on the street man or mm-hmm. woman or, or whoever however you choose to identify and put them into the cave plop plop put them in a cave i worried that they would have thoughts outside of the information being presented to them that they would, is worrying yeah that they would have like some kind of like either they would tune it out in some way they would be angered and then that would like treat i want i don't want them to have any kind of emotional uh outburst or out output uh, like i want them to have just to, just to be an input i want them to be they receive the check please podcast and that's it and that's kind of why i want to try and have like their thoughts guided by my own personal like uh program that would be helpful when it comes time to monetize them to show the 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 venture capitalists and everyone who's invested that they're really going to get their money's worth so far it's just been bat pelts uh but you know we maybe we have them building iphones in there someday yeah it's a dream they have them maybe we have them building our phones Ooh. Um, yeah, and, and because like, as in, you know, you see a lot in the news lately about, um, you know, I mean, we've talked about it before briefly, uh, but people such as um, the uh, uh, dangerous misogynist um, and sort of general terrible human being, uh, John Peterson. Um, the professor from Toronto, and he has a kind of uh, a way where he utilizes basic kind of um, uh, 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 like self help stuff, like uh, you know about the idea about like um, the the famous one of his is like as in you know to clean your room and to stand up straight, and he takes these and he infuses them with a delicious blend of blaming all of your problems on women and minorities and social change. And it seems to have wide appeal (laughs) (laughs) to certain parts of the internet. (laughs) Um, Much like the cave dwellers are, are unaware of the, the reality of the outside world. Yeah, because if you see, they gobble this up. Yeah, if all you're being exposed to is this kind of hatred, uh, and and if also if you are, uh, if you are pre, um, you know, uh, what's the word uh, like, um, humanity has prepared you. Humanity in, in sort of the uh, uh, the circles where this is growing has sort of prepared you to accept uh, voices of. Uh, people who present as like straight white males uh in a position of authority telling you this stuff rather than uh where the information would usually come from has been pointed out many times like uh, to clean your room might come from your mother and these men don't accept that because they're like they're sort of in on some level like they have like misogynistic either internalized or whatever and um so having this man, this figure of authority, tell you just really basic information, uh, and, and in many ways society prepares you to kind of view that as something revelatory, something whatever, just because, just by virtue of the person who's saying it. 
And I want it to be so that the Check Please podcast prepares people in that same way to view our words and deeds as revelatory, <laughs> as, 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 as wonderful, as sort of as a godlike presence uh, in people's lives. And well, that's that's really the wonderful thing about the iso- isolationist uh, environment we have in our cave. Mm. It, it's really ours to sculpt the society, and we can pick and choose all the worst parts of of the world at large, all the parts that just like really appeal to base and disgusting human uh, drives. And we can sort of bend them to our will and import them into the cave. Yeah. I, I see it being very successful for us. <laughs> yeah, I think that there's certainly nothing that could go wrong with having this this sort of angry cave full of, uh, of people that we have fed this sort of toxic, um, toxic ideology. Um, the, then... <laughs> Who, who have never seen the outside world, who are entirely unprepared to come into contact with it, but know and have this thing to fall back on of this kind of hatred, this seething hatred inside right. of them that we can grant to the people in the cave and give them this water-powered hammer. We can give them... <laughs> we can give them these tools and this this sort of driving hatred and, and, and xenophobia and and then and then and then maybe like when when uh, when situations happen uh that then we can step back and say well really it was uh it was they were a lone wolf and it was a mental health <laughs> issue but we shouldn't deal with mental also it was because of doors there were too many doors to the You're cave. Right. To the cave. There were too if many there doors. Was no, if there was no exit to the cave, the cave dwellers couldn't have gotten out and wreaked havoc on the nearby cities. Mm. Really, if if we just had some teachers with buckets full of rocks at the exits to the cave. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, oh. So that's fun and not depressing to think about. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, it's going well though. Is is the takeaway? You and I are incredibly rich. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of money as from a this, result as inve- from investors. Yeah, right. We we've no we haven't really shown any sign that we're going to do good for anyone or actually make any money. But we we use the terms blockchain, smart home, and uh, machine learning, uh, and now we're set for life. We're yeah. gonna be we're gonna be the the latest uh, fail son technocrats, <laughs> but with a fun twist. We're we also kind of have a cult. <laughs> yeah, we like we have sort of. Well, it's not just here's a tagline. It's not just for the primordial people living in the cave. <laughs> Because uh, I think it should be extended to all the surface dwellers as well should be involved you know, in this. People are really pushing the idea of the staycation. Mm. Uh, in today's economy, who can afford to go somewhere fancy and exotic and expensive and distant from, like, you just stay in your home and see your own city. Well, we're offering incredibly cheap travel packages. Even cheaper than just staying in your own home, uh, where you can come and you can visit the cave and you can never leave. 
<laughs> yeah, because here's the problem with when you take a staycation. Sooner or later, it has to end. You have to go back to work. And when you go to work, what are you doing? Oh, I've got to get into the. I've got to get into the car. I've got to drive over there. I've got to get on a bike. I've got to cycle over there. I've got to get on a bus. Oh, I've got to go over there. And traffic's oh, so annoying. It's so oh. annoying. All the other people talking loudly on their phones. Don't you Oof. wish just none of that was there and instead you were in a cave doing menial labor <laughs> all those people talking on their phones isn't that so many confusing voices wouldn't it better to be just have mine and steven's voice happening over a loud intercom <laughs> right <laughs> Very and loud perhaps in, in a culture where anyone else is discouraged from saying anything during the periods in which our voices are being played over the intercom which is 20 hours from- a day Aside from the echelon we've established of uh, of work camp leaders, ooh, who are allowed to interrupt only to give instructions. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Is it possible for them to? Could we like record some parts of the podcast and maybe like through, oh, they could right. do a like give them a soundboard. Yeah, like give them a well, system. Oh, the yeah, let's do it now. Let's I'm, let's, I'm, let's do that I'm now. Ta- I'm talking like these work camp leaders exist, but uh, this is really like a Q3, maybe end yeah, of yeah, year yeah. thing at but, best. Yeah. But we have to pretend it's already there for the for the sake of the investors. Mm. And also, like, okay, so let's give them the soundboard now. Okay, ready? Pick up that hammer and smack that wall. Do that, do what you're doing, but better and faster, or else. I think I heard that person next to you talking. You should um, deal with that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to come in and work on the weekend. Hey, did you hear that new... Oh, I guess you didn't. Anyway, back to work. (laughs) This is some good coffee. Coffee is what I call the Check Please Podcast episode number 88. 87. (laughs) 86. When you come into work tomorrow, could you maybe, I don't know, work harder? (laughs) That far off look in your eyes. Were you thinking of the outside world again? I'd better go prepare the water hammer. Your food privileges have been revoked. Is that enough? Yeah, I think so. That, that's probably that probably covers like ninety percent of the situations they'll find themselves in. Yeah. Of course, before we implement this uh, this soundboard, mm-hmm. we're going to need to establish some sort of cast system, and mm-hmm. we're also going to need to make sure everyone in the cave understands English. Or at least maybe like associates those specific commands to to some sort of uh, some sort of outcome that is desired. 
Well, I think it could be like one of those things where, um, uh, like you know how they have uh, um, Pavlovian responses and stuff to to the bell and whatnot and all that kind of thing. Right. Well, I think to just by having the sound happen and then they know what it is. I think that's kind of how it's going to have to be. Do you think that's really how all language works? Is just Pavlovian response. It sounds like a, a valid theory to me. <laughs> uh, um, so have you been up to anything? Uh, well, I tried to do that, um, you know, with the uh, the weekly shop thing and stuff, but we we haven't got around to uh, buying the the week thing. We did plan it out, and it, it cost about forty five pounds. But uh, as in for the two of us for a week, right? For two people, it's uh, not bad. no, it's not bad. But uh, I think we can a. I think we can get that down a bit, and also because uh, it like it counts that for dinner and lunches, and then also it sort of it, it uh, a lot of the meals it's it'll do like on Monday you cook this, and then Tuesday you use the stuff from Monday to huh. to do more things with it and stuff, and that is a bit I don't know, uh, but we'll see. Um, I also have ordered another book, the good and cheap one, and that's going to be coming um, on the Thursday. And we also became members of the library and uh, took out a book from there. Um, so that is good. Yeah. How I feel about... like I lived off of maybe 40 or so dollars a week in groceries Whoa. for a while uh, in oh. university. I guess that's for one person. Yeah, for one person. Oh. And currency differences and maybe cost of living differences mm. i don't know how our our perspective uh uh regions line up on that what kind of stuff were you having with those 20 dollars i mean 40 dollars 40 dollars uh it's just a whole lot of garbage oh yeah <laughs> i see <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good living Ah. Uh. Maybe a bit better than the cave uh, mm. is getting, but that's to be expected. There was, there was, uh, maybe this could be a subject for some other time. I could talk about all the wretched meals I ate in university. Yeah, that... uh, uh, which have caused me to be almost unable to eat spicy food now, which is fun. Oh no, I used to love spicy food, but like. Just uh, like a a meal of something that's a bit more than like, well, if something's like particularly spicy and I eat uh eat a like full serving of it, like my stomach hurts for a couple hours. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. Because I know that uh, that chili, like uh, the hot chili, like kills your pain receptors, right, or something, um, so that you can eat more hot chili. Oh, right. It's a lot like the cave. Yeah. You cut away the parts that you don't need in service of consuming more or continuing to work harder and longer shifts, which uh, I guess aside from harvesting bat pelts, which is really more in the, the, the hands of the bat population and its availability than anything else, we really need to find some work for these cave dwellers to do. Um, 
I mean, here's the thing. The work that they should be doing first and foremost, as far as I'm concerned, is just listening to the Check Please podcast. It's really what <laughs> I fair. want. Maybe I'm... we can just have to dig some holes and then fill the holes back in. It just needs to look like they're productive for the promotional videos we cut. Oh, but uh, how do you get in the light down there? Because isn't it quite dark in the cave? There's some luminous moss. Um, yeah, I do bring in some lighting, uh, but it seems to scare the inhabitants quite a bit. Uh, I have the TV screens eerily lighting up the dark to play primitive technology videos on youtube Mm. uh but like like you said there's not much lighting in there now it's mostly the natural uh what's the term for that whatever there's there's a specific term for bioluminescence yeah it's mostly the bioluminescence uh that reminds me actually what happened with i mean i don't know if this is something uh oh this is maybe something okay if you're if you're in the cave um don't listen to this bit. Uh this is this is just for me and Steven, I guess. And um, Right, and if you accidentally hear, go line up at the water hammer. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, you know what to do. Um but did anything happen with that you know you remember when uh, some of the inhabitants from the cave would uh, grab pieces of that uh bioluminescent uh moss and would sort of scrape out the shape and sort of draw on the walls this kind of like the long uh, three-headed snake thing with legs and and uh, and stuff was that and then point further down into the cave was did anything I, happen with that? You know, <laughs> nothing's come up yet. I kind of figured maybe that was a symbol of us because they seem to be oh. frightened and revenant of this this image uh, so i have to imagine that uh oh it's, it's, it's just us. us yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. if if they're going to be revering anything at this point i think i think it would be you me and maybe the third head is our uh our investors <laughs> yeah well it's like you know whenever there are two um podcast hosts and the third host of course is our lord and savior jesus christ um <laughs> right <laughs> represent the three heads there and then on the legs where they you know i guess because they they kind of hear like tapping and, and stuff and that's kind of how they make noise so that's like the audio kind of representation and stuff and then the i guess yeah okay all makes sense all, all that's up yeah yeah i could be wrong but i doubt it i doubt it that seems like it makes sense to me Okay, um, so, well, yeah. Um, I hope our investors tune in next week to hear more updates on the cave situation. Uh, maybe we'll talk about something else as well. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, don't forget to send us an email, checkpleasepod.gmail.com, uh, with mm-hmm. your kind of, uh, I guess, your report on our report on how the cave is going. Um, right. And I think that's about um, it, right? Is rate it, right at five stars. Mm. If you oh, wait, know wait. what a star is, yeah, uh, you can you can listen again from the cave and rate us five stars. <laughs> wait, wait, uh, oh wait, I should wait. That probably frightened a lot of them. No, I was just saying they they definitely associate stars with uh with the outside world now. And okay, they don't seem to like it. 
I'm going to put it, put it back in the soundboard then. Here we go. Well, no, I think maybe it's good to be feared. <laughs> okay, here we go. Raters, five stars. Rate the... <laughs> That's good. Rate, yeah, they got it. <laughs> um, uh, any, any other business to get down to here at the end of the show? Um... I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, I think that's all of it. All good. Um, sure, we're not forgetting anything. No, I've been doing uh, some video stuff for work, and uh, that's going well. And I'm hoping to have that done tomorrow. But, but I mean, that's not. Oh, the the other episode that is going to happen. I don't know when that's going out. Oh, that that thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But it will it will go out. I just that will be a sure fun when. surprise when it happens. Yeah. Um, is it full of any dated references, do you think? I mean, none that I haven't removed. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we're discussing that episode that was recorded but not released a few weeks back, which we mentioned on the previous episode, and you might remember. Oh, yep. There, yeah. Unless you, like, lay underneath of the water hammer for a couple minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. And is it your turn uh, to end the episode this week? I believe so. Do you want to end the episode? I think I would like to end the episode if that is okay. Right. But would you end the podcast if you were able? Altogether? Yes, altogether. I will never allow either the Check Please podcast or the cave. To come to harm or death. Or financial harm. <laughs> or financial harm. Or any kind of uh, like um, inland revenue looking in. Right. right. Or like a like large-scale scandal. Yeah. Or the TV show Scandal. Because that will be a media that isn't allowed into the cave. Right, do, um, let's do it. Let's redo that because uh, <laughs> when when you say it all properly, then we end the show immediately. So, uh, would you like to end the podcast altogether? Uh, if I w- able, uh, I will never allow the Check Please podcast or the Cave to come to harm or death or the Inland Revenue or any other kind of outside observance or the TV show scandal.